0: My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the cookie creatrix behind Kick Ass Switch, putting the K in magic. And Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. It's almost episode 200. We are getting there. We're getting there. It's so exciting. <laughs> I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit. And you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode, back on blog, talk, radio. And just a funny aside, I'm sitting here in a sundress right now. (laughs) We're well into November. And here in LA, it's almost 90 degrees. 90 degrees, people. (laughs) So wacky. I feel odd, like surrounded by pumpkins and dead leaves and fall decorations. And I'm wearing a sundress. It's so (laughs) weird. Uh, But anyway. Let's get right to the subject. I have so much to say today. I am going to focus, 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 focus and try to deliver it to you in the most articulate way. And before I begin, let me just say right out of the gate, this episode, if, if the title of it kind of had you worried, this episode is not a political statement. I will not be talking about the details of the current United States president election presidential election, (laughs) and if you are a US citizen, I will certainly not be telling you who to vote for. That's not what this is about today. I was just inspired by the magic of the voting process, and I'm all fired up by the energy of the day, day, even though it's like 88 degrees right now. (laughs) And I saw very clearly the ways in which we vote every single day by the way we live our lives. And uh, so this show is a continuation of last week's episode and the subject is most definitely lifestyle design. I am merely using voting as a metaphor. But Really, when actually as I hear those words come out of my mouth, I'm asking myself, like, even as I hear the word metaphor, am I speaking in metaphors here today or is voting with your life quite a literal thing? I think, I think it might just be a very literal thing. <laughs> you tell me. So in a very real sense, your personal life is not a democracy. It's a monarchy. You and you alone, in partnership, of course, with spirit, will determine your experience here in this reality, this lifetime. (laughs) But in the greater experience of the world, your country's experience, your planet's experience, it can also just as well be shaped by the choices you and your fellow human beings make by the way you live your lives. And in this way, we are a global society and a democratic one at that and numbers count. (laughs) The more of us making similar decisions, decisions, the more we see the results of those decisions come into manifestation. What I'd really love to do today is to encourage you to look at voting in a whole new way. Yes, voting in a historical presidential election is powerful and exciting, but your life should be too, especially as a magician. If you call yourself a mystic, a shaman, a witch, a straight up new age law of attraction practitioner, it is vital that you walk your talk and that you show up for yourself and your belief in magic every single day because in a very real way your daily choices are votes. And voting is magic. <laughs> I've been I've been joking lately this week mostly uh about how voting is a massive group ritual. I'm talking about voting an election. It's magic. But really, I tend to wrap some of my most heartfelt statements in humor, because humor is the great social lubrication. (laughs) I like to lube it up. But in many cases, when I'm joking, this case especially, I am not joking at all. I really believe that The voting process that's happening right now in America is a massive group ritual. It's fascinating to think about it in those terms. And I think about it in those terms quite literally. And when I say your life is your vote, I'm talking about living on purpose and with focused intention. I'm talking about the daily aspect of your life, not this giant group ritual. So many of us are participating in today, but, But your life, the day-in, day-out actions of your life, the way you live your life on the daily, the way you spend your money, spend your time, spend your precious life force energy is a vote. You are voting every time you fill a shopping cart, each time you decide to take a bike or public transportation over a gas-guzzling SUV, and each and every time you turn on your TV or click on a link online. You vote, I'm asking you to vote for what you believe in. And you vote for what you believe in by the way you live your life. And when you do that, your world begins to shape, take shape around that. It's a fascinating thing. It's the law of attraction, people. <laughs> so, Looking at the bigger picture, the way, the way your life impacts beyond you know your life, the monarchy of your life, the bigger picture is that the way your life impacts the lives around you before we get into the democracy of you as the king or queen of your own life, let's look at two common political issues that get people all worked up and pitted against each other in the most heated debates because i think that will help demonstrate the point i'm trying to make here on the macro and the micro hopefully if i can if i can get this out articulately so one of those issues is equal pay in the workforce people have their opinionated opinions about that and the other is environmental steward stewardship which i know so many of you care deeply about i know this because i see your facebook pages <laughs> The first thing that comes to mind when I think of environmental stewardship is the North Dakota pipeline, but also just in general, like people protesting against fracking and uh, the oil industry and all of those things. I think protesting is impactful sometimes. I think that we can vote our conscience on these things, but... I also think that blaming one person in the government or the entire government for the situation that we find ourselves in, like why are these Native Americans' land, this sacred land, why is it being destroyed? Is it because of our evil government or is it because of the choices that you and I make every single day? I like to think about these things. I'm not trying to scare the shit out of you. (laughs) I hope I'm not, I just, I'm hoping we can think differently about this and and consider our part in it beyond posting Facebook memes. So do you know what would happen if just all of a sudden production and sales of oil products stopped around the globe right this minute today? Think would happen. I think that would happen. What would happen is that the world as you know it would end point blank on a dime. And we would all have some serious hustling to do to get back to a place of living in an organized civilization. I think all hell would break loose. Many lives would be lost. Wars would be launched. Wars without oil are hand-to-hand combat people. (laughs) It would get very, very dirty, very, very fast. And if you don't believe me, spend some time googling all the ways society is quite literally fueled by the oil industry and if you're an anarchist at heart and that kind of dramatic change that style of like ripping off the mandate excites you more power to you i'm scared of you a little bit but also i have respect for that if you're a die-hard prepper or a seriously righteous hippie who has stockpiled years of food and water and you are all good to go and primed for the great revolution, please take the rest of us into consideration and know that you are in a tiny minority. And even within that minority, I am willing to bet that there are many who talk a good game, but who really aren't as prepared as they think they are. And that's worth taking a personal inventory. Over, if you're one of those people and looking at all the products you buy and all the food you eat and the way that you get around town and what is making your internet possible and your phone and all of these things. Um, Politicians and big corporations make a lot of their decisions based on you, based on the general consensus and trends in human behavior. And that's something that we can shape. The North Dakota pipeline exists because Most of us drive cars. And I mean, that's just one reason it exists. There are so many other reasons. Um, Planes, trains, and automobiles, and it it just goes on and on and on. That's why I'm urging you to Google it so I don't suck up too much time on this subject. Um, But most of those cars that we drive, they're not powered by water or wind or solar powered electricity. And, As as much as so many of us would love for that to be true, and the cars, the great big diesel trucks that deliver the organic, non-GMO, hippy-dippy food that we eat, or the food that I eat, (laughs) and the environmentally friendly products that we buy, all in good faith, all from a place of love for sure, they use oil products to get those products in our hot little hands. I am not saying this to be depressing. I'm saying it to empower you to vote with your dollars. When you vote with your dollars, when you line the roof of your home with solar panels, you're creating a market. When you purchase an environmentally, environmentally friendly car or you buy local products from your local hippies, you are telling big biz what choices they need to make next if they want to survive. We as consumers dictate the market, and we do it with our spending habits. If enough people vote with our dollars that way, they will eventually get the message, and they will have to meet us where we are. They have to, or else they would cease to exist, and all of their precious shareholders will be hella pissed. (laughs) It would be serious. Um, And a perfect example of this is something that I myself have witnessed and perhaps you have too in recent years paying very close attention to the food industry. Uh, My son and I went gluten-free and dairy-free many years back and we've been trying to buy organic products and non-GMO products for just as long and I remember when that used to be hard and expensive we had to like really seek that stuff out but now major grocery stores everywhere are stocked with organic and non-GMO products. Sure, many companies now are uh, fudging, <laughs> fudging the uh, rules. They're lying sometimes and saying that something is organic or non-GMO when it technically is not, but they know that that's what we want and they have literally changed their entire business to try to give that to us. We made that happen. The consumers made that happen. And I, to me, that's the first thing that springs to mind when I think about, when I think about that. So I need to wrap that part up. Because <laughs> that, that could uh, that issue gets me very fired up. But just know that you have the power, that we collectively have the power that way. And then the second issue that I was thinking about that people are very hot about is equal pay in the workforce. And equal pay in the workforce is as much about women as it is people of color. And I'm not saying there aren't women that make a lot of money or there aren't people of color that make a lot of money. When I say people of color, I mean black people, I mean Mexicans, I mean all the people who are not white. (laughs) Um, I mean, statistics show that we all make less money than white men, on average, often for doing the same job. You can argue why that is, Or you can start to vote with the choices you make. So this is beyond voting with your dollars, unless you own your own company and you want to put your money where your mouth is. Um, If you own your own company, educate your employees on, if you're one of these employers or a leader of a corporation who's saying, well, men get paid more because women don't ask. Women don't ask for raises. Statistically, it is proven women don't ask for raises nearly as much as men do. And that's the reason, often, much to my annoyance, <laughs> that is given for why women don't make as much as men for holding the same positions. So, if you're an employee who cares about equal pay or an employer who cares about equal pay in the workforce, you can either just choose to pay everyone the same for doing the same job, or you can educate your employees. You can put up a sign. In, um, in the break room, or you can give them all a speech or a little pamphlet when they, when they get hired about how you're a company that honors and rewards quality work, but also people who have the courage to ask for what they feel they deserve, done, right? It's not that hard. <laughs> Tell people that that's what you're rewarding in your business and people will rise up to serve you. They will be so delighted to have the opportunity. Um, you could also start your own business and uh, keep your eye out. I mean, this isn't even about affirmative action. If you want more women in the workforce, start a, a woman-run business. Look for a woman partner. Hire qualified, quality women to to do the work that you need done, or men, um, men of color, if you're a man of color, and you want to empower your brothers, the same is true for you, the same is true for you, and a lot of people will balk at that and say, oh, that's, that's racism, that's sexism, well, they can go start their own club. God knows they've been doing it for thousands of years. <laughs> and we get to vote for what we want by the choices that we make in our lives. If you are an employee in a company and you're concerned about equal pay in the workforce, start a club. Start a club with the other people that you think might have this issue as well and educate each other, hold each other accountable for asking for raises brainstorm together, have little, you know, play little games with each other and see like who can be the most courageous in the next six months, things like that. Like encourage each other, vote with your behavior, vote for the people that you partner with. Um, And you yourself, if you're not getting equal pay in the workforce and that, and that makes you mad, go ask for a raise. And if you get rejected, ask why. And if you don't like the answer, maybe it's time to go find a new employer. If you actually receive some constructive feedback about why, make the suggested adjustments and ask again in six months. Keep asking <laughs> and keep showing up for yourself that way for all of the people that you're voting for that way. Hmm, I'm yelling at you, aren't I? <laughs> just thinking about this gets me so excited and I want to say I am not a perfect voter I don't vote every second of my life for what it is that you know for the world that I want to live in I'm extraordinarily flawed maybe I'm even exceptionally flawed I don't know (laughs) but this to me is the ideal and I certainly make the effort I do the best that I can as often as I can and that's all any of us can do. And then I think, to, there's all these big global issues that we can vote on, you know. But also, I wanted to bring this back around to creating the kick-ass life of your dreams and the democracy of you, you as the king or queen of your own life, and how the law of attraction and magic and co-creating your reality, how... Thinking about every decision you make as a vote comes into play with that. Vote for what you want to see more of. And think about that. Think about how empowering it is to vote and think about all the votes that you get in a day. You get so many opportunities to vote for yourself and for your dream. Be friends to people who are living in alignment with the life you want to lead. Join join those groups. Shop at those stores. Take in the media that is a match to the kick-ass life of your dreams. Tune into your desire. Vote with your attention. Vote with your energy. Vote with your dollars. Vote for yourself. <laughs> is it time for me to run for president? <laughs> I think I've been listening to too many speeches. Oh, my God, the Michelle Obama is like maybe the best speech giver in the history of speech givers. That woman gets me all fired up. I really love her public speaking skills. It's very inspiring. It makes me think about going back to Toastmasters. (laughs) Um, I'm going to wrap this episode up early because I've really said exactly what I want to say here today already. I'm very proud of myself for that. For being succinct. And I want to tell you, I have a couple of really cool interviews coming up later this month. So you're not just going to be hearing from me about lifestyle design. I'm going to ask these two women that I have coming on the show, if all goes well, um, about their lifestyle design and the lifestyle brands that they've been creating and how that it can apply to you. And then I also just announced on Patreon yesterday to my Patreon supporters, thank you so much if you're one of those people, uh, that I am in the new year, maybe before then, I will be easing my way into 2017, making changes here in the podcast. So what's going to happen is I'm going to get myself a microphone and I'm going to start pre-recording the episodes instead of doing them live, at least two out of three. I do three episodes a month now on average because I take the last week off. So um, if you have an opinion about whether I should do three interviews a month or whether I should do two interviews and then maybe the first episode of each month would be me talking about that theme for the month because each month has a theme. Let me know what you prefer because this is really about to become an interview show Because I've decided I really, really enjoy what's happening on Patreon. I really like the casual, it's like a phone call whenever I call in. It's not very, it's always just random in the moment that I do these exclusive interviews or exclusive podcasts, these episodes. It's just like, ooh, inspiration hit. And I basically just call in and start talking. And I really am enjoying that. And I'm realizing, too, that I don't need to be doing that there and here, and that would be really great to start getting some new, fresh voices on here and exposing us all and opening our minds up to different perspectives besides my own. I have been talking here since March 2013 is when I started the podcast. It's been a lot of me, 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 with a few interviews sprinkled around but I really would love to make this into more of an interview show and open things up that way and I'm hoping to interview people about psychology, magic, the law of attraction, lifestyle design, anything that helps us all stay on track with creating the kick-ass life of our dreams and there's so many different ways to look at that and think about that and Certainly, I never run out of things to say about it, but it's exciting, too, to get new, fresh input. So that's what I'm looking forward to doing. If you want to influence my decision, if you want to vote for the Hippie Witch podcast that you personally enjoy, let me know. Would you rather me do an uh, interview? I keep saying interview. Would you rather me do a podcast like this at the top of every month, introducing the theme, or would you rather just straight up have three interviews every single month. I will listen to you. I will take the general consensus into consideration. And until we meet again, so much love to you. Thank you so much for meeting me here week after week. Much love, everybody. Peace.